Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 142 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and thanks for checking out the podcast. In this episode, we continue our 2022 AFL preview episodes. I had the distinct pleasure of sitting down to talk with two artists in their own right, and this was a very enjoyable conversation, uh, a unique conversation, the first mother and son pairing that I've spoken to at the same time on the podcast. And I am going to be sitting down with Brisbane-based Essendon supporters Al and Fraser Campbell. And this is going to be an episode you're definitely going to want to check out, especially if you are an Essendon supporter. Don't forget, everyone, that you can find everything related to the podcast over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. I do hope that you'll check it out. You can sign up for the mailing list over there, and uh, that way when a new episode comes out, it gets into your mailbox as soon as it comes out. I do hope you'll consider doing that. You can also leave me a voicemail there. You can sign up to be a guest over there and click on the Register as a Guest button. If you want to help out the podcast, you can do that there as well by clicking on the Buy Me a Coffee button in the bottom left-hand corner. Or if you're interested in any merch, you can check out my Redbubble page up at the top, and I do have... An announcement that I will be making in the next couple of episodes about a little bit of a shift that is taking place. And if you follow me on my socials, like Twitter, at Yank underscore on, you might have already seen this. Uh, I'm looking forward to announcing this, and I definitely want to share and give credit to uh, the individual that helped out with this. But uh, I do hope you enjoy this conversation with Alan Fraser Campbell. Sit back and relax. Lots of laughs. Some great insight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my guests this episode are a mother and son duo who are sitting down to uh, talk about their beloved Essendon Bombers, and they're coming to me from Brisbane, which is not exactly Bombers country, but we'll get into that, I'm sure. I'd like to welcome Frazier and Al Campbell to the podcast. Thanks to the two of you for coming on this morning. Hi, Craig. How you doing? I'm Hi, fantastic. We're really happy to talk to you all the way over there. Yes, yes. Um, you know, if, if you know, if you're a, uh, if you are you a fan of roller coasters? Uh, I am not. I think Fraser might be. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been on. I yeah. haven't been on one in ten years. But okay. yeah, a, a good ride. I'll have to. I'll have to send you a link to the the amusement park that is about a mile from my house. Is like one of oh. the greatest roller coaster amusement parks on the planet. Oh, wow. Yeah, just it's it's it just like a, a top notch one there. Yeah. So we're here to talk about the bombers, but we're also here to talk about, you know, some unique aspects of of this episode, because the, the two of you both bring something very different to the table here to this discussion. And, and it's, it's uh, both from an artistic standpoint, uh, which I'm 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 absolutely thrilled to talk about. Uh, but, you know, Fraser, I, as we dive in here, I want to ask you how is it that you are now are you born and raised in brisbane 100 yes okay so how did you become an essendon supporter living in brisbane my mom yeah okay he would have just been right like he was out of the will unless mm. he became you know obviously okay mm -hmm. he'd have slept yeah. outside if, yeah. if he had so 
so I'll, yeah. I'll slide the question over to you then. So I, I'm assuming that, that you had maybe been in Victoria for some time prior to being in Brisbane? No? Well, well, I, I'll be honest. The, um, um, my mother was a fairly unusual kind of person. And um, living in Brisbane, just like you were saying, um, one of your networks or something mm -hmm. sort of um, televises about three games a week. Uh -huh. Well, back when I was at about the age uh, that I was, I think I was about 10, um, we used to get one game okay. um, on, on a Saturday uh, in Brisbane, just the one. And I was a very studious, conscientious kind of kid. So I was always in my bedroom on a Sunday afternoon studying or reading. And I'd hear my mother, um, she'd be ironing on a Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And I'd hear her yelling. Now, to hear my mother yell, this was not <laughs> unusual. Okay, uh -huh. so this was not, she yelled, just speaking. She, she yelled a lot. She's kind of a very angry woman. And um, this one particular day, I, she was really yelling. And I came out and said, you know, what's going on? And so here she was in her underwear ironing, as she did. <laughs> it's very hot here. So, of course, you're hot, you take all your clothes off. And so she's standing there ironing and she says, oh, the bombers are playing. And I said, who are the bombers? Because even the state that we lived in was a, a, a rugby league Rugby state, state yeah. Sort of and I said, who are the bombers? Oh, isn't it? And um, number 18, Paul Vanderhaar. Oh, I think he's gorgeous, she said. Okay. So I, looked, I sat down for a minute and I looked at this sort of bloke with his long blonde hair and I thought, I don't think he's very handsome. But then next minute, number 32 came on the screen, Craig. And back then, that was Mr. Timmy Watson, and I fell head over heels in love. Okay. And that was it. We okay. were Bombers girls from that minute on, and it was Bombers forever. Bombers forever. So that's that story. Isn't that weird? So I get <laughs> Now, is your mother still living? Uh, she is, yes. Okay. Um, Fraser, I'm going to ask you, how, how close was your mom's imitation? Does it sound like your grandmother? pretty good yep okay <laughs> okay that was uh because that was a very unique voice it sounded it sounded a little it sounded like a little bit like somebody from new york uh in oh, a way yeah, yeah it did oh, a little bit is... there so no she's she's all oka all oka yeah yeah very oka so that you uh that's that's an interesting way um you know i well, the Lions were not around at that point yet, were they? No, they were not. No. No, okay, so that's so that kind of makes sense that if you're going to be a footy fan, you you can certainly adopt a club from from elsewhere because you know you didn't have an option, a local option nah, at that nah, point nah. in time. So, and, and I'm a bit of a strange, well, more ways than one, I suppose. But I don't um, the people who because I know people who were you know Collingwood supporters, Hawthorne supporters, whatever who lived here in Queensland, as soon as the Lions came along, they just dumped those clubs and became Lions. Yeah. So I just can't understand that. You know, you that's know. Just, that's just unnatural. Yeah, you know, my my father 
and his mother. But before... That'd be nice, Batman. Uh, yeah. Uh, before Brisbane were a thing, there was a thing called the Brisbane Bears. Yeah. But they were a very awful club well, and they that. went broke and bad. became the Brisbane Lions and they merged with another club to become the Lions. Fitzroy, yeah. Called Fitzroy, yeah. yeah. And, but before the Lions were a thing, they actually barracked for Collingwood. And now they and just drop them, and now they say that they hate Collingwood more than anything. Yeah. So I I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, well, I guess you know if you have a uh, if you happen to be somewhere that that would happen to get an expansion team, you know let's let's you know let's look at look at what's happening right now. Maybe within the next three or four years, you know there's there's going to be a team. It sounds like in Tasmania, Mm. but you know you've had people. I think they deserve one. Yeah. Much more. The right. Gold Coast was a terrible mistake. Yeah. Terrible mistake. But yeah. do you think, you know, do you think, you know, because, you know, Hawthorne and, and North Melbourne play games down there every year with the hopes mm-hmm. of them drawing some support in terms of, you know, a fan base there. But once Tasmania gets the new team, will those, will those supporters drop that and become supporters of the Tasmania team of the Hobart, you know, which, oh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Kind of the it same is. thing. You're right, and you know, North, clubs like North Melbourne can't afford to lose. Right, coaches. right. Yeah, no, I've, no. So, I've, I've argued that if you know, if when and if the team ends up in Tasmania, I think that the I thought it'd be great if they if they and they're never going to do it, but I thought it'd be great if they called the team the 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 Hobart Simpsons. Simpsons. The Hobart Simpsons, like the TV character Bart Simpson. Yes. Yeah, yes. The, the Hobart Simpsons. Yeah, I thought that yeah. would be a great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nobody else has yellow jumpers, you know. It'd be, uh... <laughs> I think they should just pack up the Gold Coast and yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. just yeah. anyway. But there, there's already a dominant Brisbane team anyway, so I'd, mm. and and this state's, you know, it's just not a traditional AFL state. Uh, no, it isn't. I mean, there's a rumor. There's a rumor that they're going to try and get Alistair Clarkson to go to the Gold Coast yes. to make them legitimate. Right. I, I've probably I've coached the three of us to a flag, but yep. Um, <laughs> Well, he's pretty good, he but um, we'll just see. I mean, yeah. they're just, you know, they've been they've been poodling along for t- for so long. It's just an embarrassment. Same one, one step forward, two steps back, consistently. Yeah, it's really, yeah. all it, the and, time. And you know, and sometimes it's it's just bad luck. I mean, you know, you look at you know, you know, Matty Rowell, you know, a solid player, can't stay healthy. Mm. You know, Ben yeah. King blows out his ACL oh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. You know, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's just. They're, they're they're almost it's almost like they're snake bit yep you know, right. it's you know it's just like they're walking underneath a black cloud or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah and i you know having had a uh, you know a, a a beloved team of mine leave and move to another city you know i and i know that the the supporter base in gold coast is not no. huge at no. all um no. you know i would still feel bad for that for those supporters who would who would have been losing their club but you know the, the fan base you know might be larger in tasmania if it was to go there but of course you know you know the the, the tasmania supporters might also say you know we don't we want to start our own club we don't want to have this yeah. one that's been broken for you know yeah. however many years before it's on its way there maybe that's, that's right an they that, make. Would be, that would be fair enough too and yeah. look i it's it's not going to happen um the relocation i mean the AFL is the now a days is not the kind of organization that's ever going to admit a mistake or no, fault. No, like never no. will they admit right. they made a mistake with anything. So yeah, I think the Gold Coast here to stay. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, which, you know, you're, you know, you're in Brisbane. So you, you know, have you, uh, have you been up to Metricon to watch any games before? Yeah. We had them yeah. a couple times before. Like, yeah. It's a perfectly nice stadium. Yeah, yeah, it is. The stadium is really quite nice. Mm. Um, it's more flashier and stylized than the Gabba. I just, I think actually, I prefer it to the Gabba. I really hate mm. the Gabba. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a perfectly nice, I mean, it's, you know, it's yeah. sort of 50 minutes to an hour away, but um, it's just that the, 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 the side has been um, just so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I just, you know, I, I, I kind of know, I've never been there, but I know a little bit about the geography in that area because I, I uh, somebody who I talk to all the time uh, just moved inland, but lived for several decades on Russell Island. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, talked about how he would just, you know, go down, you know, he'd walk a couple of blocks and head to the shoreline and go catch dinner and bring it home and, you know, Mm -hmm, a couple of times a week and such and just love the quiet lifestyle on that island. And now Mm -hmm. he's moved. I can't remember the name of the town, but he's moved several hundred kilometers inland to a a community, a community that was a uh, that was built for an oil and gas company that ended up abandoning the city. And they, they built these, this like little community like 10 years ago and the houses were built and yeah. nobody's ever lived in them. Yeah. He bought a brand yeah. new, he bought a brand new house, you know, several hundred miles inland, but you know, just mm. a, a really, really good guy. Uh, so, mm. you know, Frazier, what, where did your interest in art come from? Because, you know, for those of you who don't know, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes, Frazier has got some fantastic artwork that he has put together. Um, well, uh, ironically, it started when I was about oh, in third or fourth grade, and okay. I was really, 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 and in uh, my art class at school, in a primary school, I had to deal with, I think, clay and clay creep, and I was just so, so just disgruntled when I had when I had to get my hands dirty so mum thought that uh, mum ended up sending me to an art school that I ended up staying there for almost a decade and um, the art and I just became very very invested more and more each year and I've uh, just kept going from there onwards Um, okay just even earlier than that um, it sort of started and if Fraser got anything on his hands so Fraser yeah, yeah autistic and having that sort of sensory sensitivity even if he was eating a sandwich got a bit of food on his finger he would he would um he would throw up and so he threw up a lot Ooh, and okay. it was actually yeah. his his occupational therapist who said he seems to like to draw so why don't we get him into some art and see if we can desensitize this this business of if you get okay. something on his hands, you know. So that's what we did. And we okay. sort of, when he, he got mucky with paint, and at first it was hard for you, you know, you and you used to, you won't remember this, I can't but remember you, he used to get into the car and say, Mum, Mum, I got paint on my hands and I almost vomited, but I didn't. So, and so that was progress. Over, yeah, it really yeah. was. And it took, you know, some time, but then we just, he completely lost that sensitivity, didn't you know? Yeah, now I wallow in everything. Yeah, now. he's covered in everything all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Every, every garment, every article of clothing he's got is paint, paint, paint. That's yeah, it's true. Yeah. But that's, a, that's a badge of honor, though, for an artist. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. You know, some artists will put, you know, the, uh, 
know, we'll wear like the same smock over things to, you know, keep that from happening. But, you know, you can, you, it's a way to advertise as well, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so, yeah. and, you know, looking at your, at your subject matter, it is, a, it's a lot of pop culture, uh, it is a especially, bit, yeah. especially music. And, uh, you know, for, mm. for, and, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just say it, you know, for an old headbanger like myself, um as i as i you know that my students you know most of them are 16 17 years old they they are stunned you know they're stunned that some of the things that i listen to you know i uh You're just missing out no well that's that's part of it but you know but i'm you know i'm i'm also some, somebody where i can go from you know just a few days ago i went and saw the band's ghost and Volbeat in concert and uh yeah but I, i'm i'm perfectly content listening to slipknot or dean martin you know, or Dean Martin is uh, was a singer back in the fifties, sixties. Oh, okay. yeah. But then I've also, but I've also become very, uh, very interested. I've been listening a lot to a group, and I haven't. I don't think they put any new music out for quite some time. A group that's it's an indigenous group called the Pigram Brothers, mm-hmm. which you know, I I just it's just a, it's 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 kind of like an Australian version of Jimmy Buffett. I don't know if you're familiar with Jimmy Buffett, but it's this, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a really nice soothing type of music that, you know, that my students are working on things in class. I'll have that playing in the background and such. And it's just, mm. it's kind of calming. So I, I'm, I'm all over the map as far as music is concerned, but you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's a, you know, I, you know, looking it's at your phrase. I mean, he also, I mean, he likes sort of, he liked Robert Johnson and, mm. and, um, a lot of that, that sort of Al Bowley, J- Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, um, sorry, Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. uh, and then right through to you know, um, but I think everything stops for you around 1990, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> well, not entirely, but yes, yes, okay, that's that's when I like to, I always like to say, um, music died when the Backstreet Boys came around, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, funny you mentioned that. Funny you mentioned that it's because I, I used to ask my students when when that type of music was popular when the Backstreet Boys or did did the band Ninety Eight Degrees make its way to Australia? I think they did. Okay. No, no. Okay. No. Well, I I used yeah. to I used to joke with the kids. I said, well, if they go and perform in Canada, do they have to convert to Celsius? I mean, do they have to change their name <laughs> if they're playing in Canada? Are we? T- is it Kelvin or is it Fahrenheit or what is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, yeah. So, you know, looking at some of your artwork, you know, and I, uh, you know, and I don't think it was necessarily identified as him, but there was one that sure looked like Marilyn Manson. Um, oh, probably right. Yep. Yeah, okay. Really you know, and, and, you know, I just saw recently a, a new one that I hadn't seen before, the Ozzy Osbourne portrait uh, that was up mm-hmm. there. And, you know, the, the Ronnie James Dio one that you did recently as well, who was, I, I, I loved Ronnie James Dio when I was a, when I was a kid, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, just. Yeah. Just a, a, from what I ever, ever ever saw in terms of interviews, just seemed like a very nice gentleman, you know. And, yes, you know, yeah, yes. and just and, a, and just a great performer. Yeah, everyone always says that. Everyone always says Dio is uh, Dio stage energy was please, thank you, and have a great night. And Ozzy uh-huh. Osbourne was just staged, do a stage dive and take everybody down with him. So, <laughs> and and not remember it the next morning. No. Yeah. No, of course, no. you know, I, I mean, I, I grew up, uh, I grew up as a, a huge, and I still listen to him to this day, as huge Alice Cooper fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, and uh, I, I, I'm thinking your mom might be as cool as my mom is, 
because for for my for my 12th birthday for my 12th birthday i got alice cooper goes to hell from my mom okay i am i so. am so cool <laughs> that i bought this boy acdc tickets yeah and guns and roses tickets when that cost like let me tell you guns and roses don't miss you in terms of that they're like tickets yeah. are like two three million dollars each yes and um when how old were you when you went to see the gunners 16 and how old with the acdc uh 14 yeah wow. so acdc at 14 but um actually that's funny i had an alice cooper dream last night hmm. that's weird and now we're talking about alice cooper isn't that strange anyway um and I don't normally have Alice Cooper dreams. He yeah. came to lunch, which is very unusual. Well, he's also apparently a very nice man. Yeah. Yes, he, yeah. He, he, he does community work and stuff. Yeah, he, he does. He's uh, He just seems to be a really, you know, of course, I, I think he battled his demons when he was younger because he had some serious issues with alcohol when he was younger. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it, it, in many ways, it's kind of amazing that he's around today, uh, to, you know, after some of the things that I had read about him. Uh, so I, I have to ask you this question here. Um, July 9th this year, I looked at the fixture. The Bombers are going to be at the GABA. Will you be there? Yes, we will. And we'll okay. be sending all the Brisbane people to hell. I, I actually do tell you, <laughs> I behave very, I describe myself as a football hooligan and people go, yeah, sure. Am I a football hooligan? Absolutely. You, I'm terrible. I'm, yeah. you know, I think the, the fact that I'm sort of a, you know, a middle-aged lady is the only thing that stops people wanting to punch my lights out sometimes mm. because Brisbane fans <laughs> are so, they're the worst. Yeah. We, they are the worst. We have, we have this, uh, we have this uh, very, very good friend who's a Collingwood supporter who serves us coffee and uh, me and I him, mean, yeah. yes, uh, uh, me and him have terrific banter because we uh, barrack for rival football clubs uh -huh. but the thing we have in common is that we will both back each other to the gates of hell when it comes to battling brisbane supporters brisbane supporters are nasty yeah they can be very nasty oh they really i i was i went i went yeah. to the gutter to see the bombers and you were pregnant I with was me about five minutes away from having fraser so i was enormously pregnant and uh, <laughs> They beat us and pretty easily. So many, you know, young men came uh -huh. out pointing in my face, long way home to Essendon, loser lady. It was absolutely appalling. I mean, who says such things to pregnant women? Um, it, 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 and it, they're just so, when, whenever we go and we win, you bet I let uh -huh. them know about it. I. EJ Witten yes. I let them know that we stuck it right up. Um, and uh, yeah, I have fun. Yeah. I mean, every <laughs> word I say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yep. uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate your passion. You know, I, I, we are very, I, we, oh, we have passion coming out of all our scenes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, my Cleveland Browns have been terrible for the last 20 years. So I don't, uh, I don't get the opportunity to to talk a lot of smack. We just we just we kind of just sit in the corner. Oh, and just go, what the hell went wrong this time? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, sad. It's, it's, it? it is what it is. You know, it's uh, <laughs> and of course, you know, the, the you know our team was moved in 1990 after the 1994 season, 94, 95, 
and they moved to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course the Baltimore team is now in our division. And for the most part, since we've come back, they just keep kicking our butts. So that's the one thing that blows me away about American sport is you move your clubs around like the American football teams. I can't, yeah. It's bizarre to me. Well, and suddenly a San Diego something becomes a Los Angeles. Uh -huh. Well, they actually started in Los Angeles in the right. early 60s and moved to San Diego. And actually my first my first game I ever went to was in San Diego in 1970. Um, I went to my grandparents used to spend the winters in San Diego and we went out there Christmas time and I went to my first game when I was seven years old. Yeah. Um, saw the Kansas city chiefs play there. And, uh, you know, I was, I was a, I was kind of a chargers fan for, you know, several years until I, you know, figured out that the Browns were, you know, were my, were my local club and I've been a Brown supporter ever since, but you know, we so we're, the Browns are kind of like St. Kilda then. Uh, Yes. In fact, you know, very similar because, you know, uh, in 2020, St. Kilda made finals. The Browns made the playoffs. 2021, oh. 2021, St. Kilda fell off. The Browns fell off again. You know, it's uh, yeah. one flag at 130 years. Is that right? Yeah. One, one uh, yeah. One flag uh, in, a, one in 130 years by one point yeah, one flag mm -hmm. by one point. against yep. Collingwood, who yeah. were the premiership chokers yeah, well, of we, our You know, we, you know the, the Browns. The last time they won the championship, I was was in 1964. But they've they've won the championship eight different times. So I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. not. Yeah. They had a lot of success back in the late 40s and through the 1950s. You know, but mm -hmm. uh, it's been. It's not been a very uh, fertile, you know, field for them since then. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I wanted to you know, kind of you know take a little bit of a you know a, a detour here. Now let me you know before I do that you know. Fraser, as far as your artwork is concerned, yes, yep. you know, do you, do you hang on to all of your artwork or have you put that up for sale and sold things? I mean, I uh, see a couple I've... pieces around the room there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just a little bit of an experimental stuff that you can see just like, okay. uh, just something I can put on the wall or something. Uh, yeah. I, I've, if, if, if anyone came knocking, I would be, so happy to sell my artwork but um okay. uh, i try and uh, i try and put uh put stuff up where i can and sometimes i have success like for example recently i did uh, a, a portrait of uh Joaquin phoenix's joker okay. it was really not that great in my opinion yes, it but was. it, it was but really it, <laughs> it, it not in my opinion it was like. uh but it's but that was i in this show that I showed it in, I did four different artworks, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. No, three different artworks. And that was the most popular one. That one sold. That one sold. Yeah, for... it's, it was really good. I don't, have we got that on the website? Uh, I've got a picture of it. So I don't recall seeing that one up on the website. Oh, bother. No, yeah, no. well, I've got a picture of it's, it. It's, so. it's fantastic. And um, yes, the, the biggest obstacle to Fraser selling his work is yeah. his mother i actually hate <laughs> give you know i just hate to say goodbye to her. yeah yeah i do yeah, and yeah, i yeah. know that that's not sensible i've got to get past it and um yeah but no so fraser um works in a small collective of other artists yeah, yeah. sort of it's called art from the margin yeah. so it's other people with various challenges Is and that, that's pretty much where i yeah. show all my work anyway. yeah, okay. and they so, have exhibitions and yeah. they're great i mean the art is great mm. great stuff and um the outsider art movement is 
really big in the United States and Europe and nobody's even heard of it here. Like it's mm-hmm. so undervalued here. There's about a few dozen people might not. Like, it's just some, okay. nobody, when you say the term art brut, which is the French term for it, or outsider art, people don't shake their heads. They don't know what you're talking about. But in the US, it's really, really big. Okay. And also in Europe. Well, um, mm. can I ask you this? You know, have you thought about in, you know, investing in a really, really nice camera that can take a, you know, a, a photo, a very, you know, high pixel camera, and then you could just print out a copy of the, of the, of the painting, and then he could go ahead and sell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm slowly, I'm, I'm slowly getting over it, but it's, you know, like there's that one of Axel that you did. I, I just, I'm so sorry we ever again 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 it's again i don't love it i did yeah oh my god you, you do so i don't the, oh it was magnificent anyway. now have you have you done any work where somebody has commissioned you to do a piece for them uh yes a couple of times yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've actually got one sitting down yeah. uh in a little small room in my area downstairs okay just waiting to get together so i can give it to her there is art everywhere yeah we have got okay. a little room downstairs that's like that's just, a back room of sotheby's yeah it's not worth millions of dollars of course but it, could it be. is just floor to ceiling wall to wall and then everywhere around here isn't this yeah, yeah. Every, it's on top yeah. of the fridge david bowie's on top of the fridge um it's just everywhere but well, you know you, you know, yeah. you know I, I i don't know if this you know I'm not. I'm not trying to, you know, become your agent or anything like that, and start to, <laughs> and start to move your artwork here. But you know, if you know, yeah, if if you had something that was done of somebody who's, you know, relatively famous, you know, which a lot of your your pieces are, you know, in you know, have, have you ever found yourself where you've like sent a piece to somebody and 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 they've said, you know, they've been appreciative to where they would, you know, maybe they put out that word of mouth and then somebody comes along and says, hey, would you do one for me as well? And, Start your oh, retirement, yeah. retirement yeah. fund. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is the current pay the bills fund would be good. Yeah, no, we should do <laughs> no. that. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, That's a great idea. Thank yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a permission. Can yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take it. Yes. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, maybe I'll have you, maybe I'll have you, you know, I'm, you know, that's, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, uh, you know, because my, my favorite player in the game, actually plays for brisbane now mm. oh, boy. Wait, shall, we guess? shall we guess shall we guess who that is don't 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 say no please, please no 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 oh no 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 please no, don't no. say joe See, don't say joe Danaher. i'm a cat supporter oh okay and when i when i started following the game back in about 2016 he was somebody who i noted you know this is before i knew who patty dangerfield was or who joel selwood was this yeah, young man yeah, at the yeah, time yeah. just, you know, jumped as an, as an American football fan, he kind of jumped off the screen at me because yeah, it's Nakaya Cockatoo. Oh, right. Oh, okay. yeah. I think I actually saw him uh, in yeah. the flesh when we went to this huge um, uh, uh, supermarket area called, um, well, not a supermarket, um, uh, this huge mall area in um, Carindale. I'm pretty, yeah, I, sw- I swear I saw him and his family there. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if Picnacchio Cockatoo is your favorite. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, like I said, I, I have actually. Here's my, you know, there's my little. Uh... There he is. Oh, yeah, there he is. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, well, the same person that sent me that sent me the jumper also. 
which, uh, oh, yep. you know, I've, I, nice. I'm, uh, you know, cause I, I said, yeah, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a Geelong supporter, but he's a, a big, uh, actually he's a, you know, he's a Cleveland sports fan and li that lives in Geelong. So I sent him, mm. I sent him a, a huge, and my wife about, you know, strung me up on the wall by my nostrils. <laughs> um, because I sent a, this is the first thing I ever sent to Australia. It was a, a three ring binder of baseball and football cards that were in the plastic sleeves. I sent, I sent him probably close to a thousand cards that there were duplicates. Oh, and, you know, cause I, cause I mean, I've had cards going back. I've got cards going back to the 1950s. So I didn't send him any that, that I didn't have a duplicate of. I, I sent him only duplicates of cards that I had, but I sent probably eight, 900 cards to him that if I, you know, that were probably several hundred dollars worth of cards that I, that I shipped to him. And it was like $90 mm, to mail yeah. it there. And my wife said, you're yeah. never mailing anything like that to Australia again. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, but you know, very generous. That's yeah, great. Was, I hope he really, really Oh no. Well, he, you know, he sent me, you know, I got, you know, uh, I got a you know, ball cap and a jumper and, you know, all kinds yeah. of other things from him as well. But yeah, I've had some you know, I, I, I had a, a gentleman who's a, a D supporter send me, and I've got mm -hmm. it up here, the, the book, The Last yeah, Hurrah, which was, you know, which is about, you know, their last premiership in 64 up until oh, this year. Yeah. Back when Ron Barassi was playing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, so when, I, when, are you, when are you planning a big trip to Australia to actually see some games? Well, you know, like I, to do that. I have, I've, uh, I've kind of floated the idea with my wife. Now, my my daughter is, she's got about a year and a half of college left. She's studying to be a teacher. And uh, as I told my wife, I said, I'd, I'd like to think about doing it in what would be the summer of 2023, you know, so the 2023 season uh, fixture, I said, I'd like to, and when I go over, I want to go over for like three weeks so I can be there for yeah. like two rounds of footy yeah. and mm. you'll see as many games, you know, as many you know, AFL games, then go to go see some local games, you know, see some young kids play as well, just to see the game at that level. Yeah. And, you know, as well as doing some sightseeing and, and it's going to be pricey. You know, I, I said, I, and I, and I told her, I said, you know, I'm at, I'm at the point right now where the, you know, the, the podcast is starting to make a little bit of traction with people because you know, 60% of the people that listen are in Australia. Mm. Um, you know, so it's a good, you know, good chunk of the listeners are in Australia. So it's, um, it is a, uh, yeah, yeah. Because she, she said, you know, she said, you're going to be an old man. I don't want you on the other side of the world by yourself. And I'm thinking, I'm going to be 60. I said, what are you going to do? Put me in a home when I get back or something? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Come on now. I said, you know, I said, if, if something happens, something happens. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it would, it would be, you know, me doing certainly what I would want to be doing. You know, so I, I, yeah, I've been looking at, uh, you know, every couple of months i'll look at plane tickets just to cost and see what they mm. what they would run and i had you know i'd been telling her that i said you know when i go i said i'm i'm flying you know business class because i'm but i but i told her i said you know i since since the middle of august i'm down i'm down almost 40 kilos since the beginning of august or the middle of wow. august so i've lost a bunch of weight oh. so i told her i said you know i might be able to fly like the premium economy you know which it, which is about half the cost of that and she said, but then there's the, you know, the hotels and, you know, the car rental and such. I, just, I said, you know, let me, you know, if I put the feelers out there for this, I said, you know, I probably, I said, I've made so many connections there. I said, I'm not sure I'm going to yeah. have to make a whole lot of, uh, you know, yeah. dinner reservations on my own. And, and I, yeah. I kind of, I'd made a mention to somebody. I said, you know, cause I, 
know, because I do the podcast as a hobby and I, and I put out a, uh, uh, some feelers to people. I said, you know, that people who do it professionally, I said, you know, what steps did you go through in terms of, you know, using it, you know, to being able to write off like a business expense to turn this into like, a, you know, because I've made a little bit of money on the podcast, not a lot. I made a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it's paid some of the bills for it. I said, yeah, but if I turn it into a, uh, what's what we call an LLC, a limited liability corporation here, you know, I'm, I could maybe write off some of the expenses on our taxes, which would reduce our tax burden here. I, but, you know, and it would give me 14 months before that would happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I'd mentioned it in one of, you know, little discussion board, you know, somebody who I'd had on the podcast just a couple months earlier, you know, it emailed me back and said, hey, you know, when you come over, we're going to a Magpies game and I'm taking you out for dinner. And there you I go. took it and showed it to my wife. I said, well, there's one meal taken care of right there. There you go. And look, we love Melbourne. You we know, do. Melbourne is easy to get around. I know that you'll be wanting to go to Geelong and that's- Unless that's you're a Richmond a supporter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> then they have to scale the dizzying distance of a couple yeah. of kilometers. But yes. um, it's, it's really easy to get around. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just love Melbourne, love, love, love. Yeah, it's, uh, and I mean, you'd you'd be heading out to Geelong, which is a bit mm-hmm. further out, and you, you might have to hire a car there. But again, as you say, you know, you, you've got those connections and networks, and you know, I'm sure that um, you know, once you get here, I mean, yes, you'd have to accommodation, etc. Right, right. But it would you'll have a great time, and if you do that, because that's exactly what we did in 2014. Um, we went down so that we you know had two rounds so that we mm-hmm. had you know um two weekends okay and you know went went to the mcg on a saturday afternoon on the most perfect melbourne winter afternoon crisp really crispy cold mm-hmm. but clear just mm-hmm. perfect saw a smashing game mm. between collingwood, collingwood and hawthorne, hawthorne. yep Seventy six thousand people at the G, just so good. And they've and even and even though you're barrack for rival mm. uh, clubs, there's a sense of palpable mutual respect. There is. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we were sitting next. We had all of our Essendon stuff on. Yeah, yeah. But we're we, sitting. Yeah, yeah. We sat next to a Hawthorne bloke with his uh, with his children, and and, and really he was nice. very nice. Like, very really, nice. It's if you if you walk into the Gabba up here. With your Essendon stuff on, the Brisbane people will will they just hate you? They hit you below the belt. They're really, really nasty. Whereas in Melbourne, and I mean, even the weekend before, sorry to bring this up, love, but we went to the Bombers game. We played Melbourne. We were thirty three points up and lost by a point, as we do. I've cried. I cried so much. He he did cry so much. But we got on the train straight after. The train was full of Melbourne supporters. Nothing. Anyone say anything mean to us nothing Mm -hmm. everyone just accepts that people go for different clubs whereas up here we actually a lady said to us one year when we went to the gabba because we because we got excited and we got up and we hugged actually i didn't act like a hooligan that because we were sitting in posh seats that were given to us by friends so i saved myself we were at this game again essendon and brisbane at the gabba and so we got excited we got up and hugged and that's all we did that's all we did we hugged Uh we hugged very enthusiastically and And she came out and almost just got up into my mother's face and said you've got mental problems yes she did and her husband kicked my handbag yep. down the grandstand. Like that's outrageous behaviour. Huh. And we we didn't do anything. We just hugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got emotional. So 
it was just wow. They yeah. really mean wow. here. Yeah, <laughs> all the Brisbane supporters will be listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, who are these well, people? Well, we but, we won't we won't put your address on here. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you have to you make. Know, yeah, I want. I, you know, of course, I wanted to also you know talk about uh, you know your new book and uh, you know, Al, you have a new book that uh, just came out this month, your first novel. My first novel. And, uh, you know, I listened to another podcast where you were talking about that. And uh, you have this, this book that has just come out called The Keepers. And uh, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the book and what, what it is about? And then we're going to get into some of the unique aspects of the book as well. <laughs> well, it's, I won't bore everyone because it's a footy podcast, but it's a, it's a fairly serious novel about uh, a woman Very called, serious called Jay who has um, a fairly macabre and unpleasant childhood, um, who uh, then grows up to have boys, to, two sons of her own, twin boys, um, and they have special needs, so she has to be a carer. And um, something happens, there's a, a crisis occurs okay. with one of the children, and um, Jay starts to wonder if in order to be a good mother she might have to become a very very bad one hmm. okay well i don't want to i don't want to pry too much because i want people to read okay. the book okay but it's <laughs> um it sounds a little ominous but i yeah. but i'm thinking that maybe there's a maybe there's a a you know possibly a beacon of light at the end of it we'll see but it, you know but there's you know, there is light through it but it is certainly um you know it's a fairly confronting okay okay on, and, and on many levels and you you drew from some of your personal experiences into this this was this was in yeah. some ways was this kind of was this in many ways kind of a catharsis for you um I didn't intend it to be that way it was just um I just wrote about things that were important to me and okay. um sort of fictionalized that's so it's it's heavily fictionalized but Yes, it's it's mined from my own experience. Yeah. Okay. And what was unique, and you you mentioned this to me as we were exchanging emails, is it the you took a rather and 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 in the present, I truly appreciate this, and I'll mention why in here in just a moment. You took a rather interesting approach to uh, coming up with the names for your characters. Why don't you tell us about how what you did there? Funny. Um. Well, look, I, as probably anyone out there who's ever tried to write a novel, you, you never actually think it will ever be published, not by a traditional publisher. You know, you think you just, you and the dog will be the only people who will ever read it. So when I had to name my characters, <laughs> um, I just thought I'd have a bit of fun. So there are sort of a couple of nasty types in the book. And so I made them Collingwood supporters. <laughs> And then there's a couple of other um, not so nice people. Yeah, not so nice people. And so I named them after Carlton football players. And then everyone else in the all the other like pretty much all the other characters are Essendon names are named after Essendon players, past and present. So um, at once there's there's two timelines in the book and and. Um, 
One of them is, is when the girl's at school, the main character's at school. So she's got teachers that are called Mr. Fletcher, obviously, after mm-hmm. Dustin. There's a Miss Moorcroft after Gary Moorcroft. wonderful Gary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Mrs. Redman after our current player. Mason Redman. Mason. There's a there's a little boy who has bits called Dean Gumbleton. Some fans, Essendon fans will remember uh, that player. There's a Dr. Hocking. There was a Dr. Parrish, but unfortunately the scene was uh, with Dr. Parrish was cut by the... So sorry, Darcy, I tried to get you in there. There's <laughs> a, a, a lady by the name of Wendy Coleman after a very, very famous player. Captain Johnny Coleman. Coleman. Okay. Um, there's there's a, a, a character called Hooksy, who is, of course, named after my darling Lord Cale. <laughs> after Lord Hooker. Lord, Lord Cale. And um, sort of <laughs> the, the, the really best best wonderful boy is called Mark Stringer and um, there's a Mrs James I thought if I actually put the name Heard in I would absolutely just show my hand so yeah. I, I turned oh, that I, person. I, I, I think I think even a, a casual footy <laughs> footy supporter is going to pick up on this okay now have, and, have you yeah. first of all I have to ask you know and granted I guess it was it was the, the supporter base and not necessarily the players but I'm surprised there weren't a couple of you know, Brisbane names that showed up on the other side of the ledger uh no no, no. But, just, um, just i only paid out on on them okay specifically um mike fitzpatrick and um gillen mclaughlin so there's sort of versions Ooh. of their name there okay they're two gentle two gentlemen who've done my beloved club no favors yeah so i tried to return the favor by, okay um, <laughs> so have you reached out have you reached out to the hangar yet to mention to them or sent a copy <laughs> down there to like the team president no actually that's funny I should because when my publisher found out well my publisher is actually based in Melbourne so Mm -hmm. and Melbourne as you might know is about the most locked down city in the world no poor Melbournians didn't get out of lockdown for a long time but for five minute period when she got out of lockdown she flew up to Brisbane we had a meeting and at the end I thought I should probably tell her about about you know how I name the characters, she'll probably want me to change them. Yeah. So I was in a meeting with her and the editor, one of the editors, and um, I said, "Look, can I, can I just, just before we leave, I should probably mention when I named the characters, I named them, and I could see her turning very pale and all the blood draining from her face because publishers are always worried about you know legal ramifications." Uh-huh. She said, "Oh God, oh." oh, you didn't name them after real people. And I said, I named them all after Essendon players. And she just went, oh, thank God. And I said, (laughs) is that okay? And she said, of course it's okay. Why wouldn't it be? And I said, well, if if anyone out there's a a footy fan or an Essendon supporter and they read the book, well, they'll know. And she said, oh, Elaine, don't be ridiculous. Essendon supporters don't read novels. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I was terribly uh, upset. What are we, subspecies? All, yes. Yeah, well, yes. I, I, I have a, I have another Essendon supporter that I'm going to be talking to who does a, who does a podcast as well. A young man who's in, at university right now in in Melbourne who does, uh, who's studying journalism. So I do, I do believe he does read. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that yeah that that is, that's priceless. And you know, it's uh, you know, it was interesting because you know you talked about how the the conversation you know that that you had with the the podcast that you shared with me 
you know, you said that it was that it was meant, you know, not to be a manifesto. And uh, and and I thought it was, you know, also when you mentioned how you became a typist, you know, working at the the busiest, it was one of the busiest telephone receptionists in all of Australia for a couple of years. I thought I just thought that was a, you know, a, a, a very funny story as well, you know, because you you it's where you 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 kind of you kind of you know worked out all of you, you know, the kinks, if you will, in your writing while you got paid to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I certainly had a lot of time to practice, given, as you say, the busiest switchboard rang about once every five days, and um, I just had to sit there and and they you know they kept saying you know, bring in your knitting or bring in your whatever because you're right, bored, right. you've just got to sit here. And the odd courier would come and almost invariably it was in the wrong place. So I'd have to go, no, you need to go down the road. And so <laughs> I was very, very bored and very, very lonely because it was this gigantic, old, like a mausoleum of a place. And I was there by myself all the time. So, um, so yeah, I taught myself to type. I read the dictionary every day and, and sort of wrote some fiction. That never saw the light of day and never will but yeah it was sort of a preliminary go at things yeah well, i mean do you do you still have that work and not not to publish but do you still have that, that stuff maybe somewhere inside <laughs> of there is is the kernel for your next project or the project well, after i that? think i think that whole experience actually of having you know, that sounds bizarre, doesn't it? Having this young woman, because I was very young in those in those days, um, in Sydney, I'd, you know, gone to Sydney sort of on my own and uh, it was a big town, Sydney, even, mm -hmm. even back then. And I got this temp job in this strange old abandoned factory yeah. um, where I was all by myself for two years. And, you know, they were behind me, there were acres and acres of of offices with no one in them and downstairs this enormous cafeteria that had one of those you know those um sort of gates that you've got to push through the sort of bars that rotate around because uh -huh. there would be such long queues of people wanting to right, get in right. and of course it was completely empty right. it was like a huge um and it was really scary actually I was so. gonna, yeah i was gonna say you know fraser yeah. this sounds like the settings the setting for one of your paintings uh <laughs> <laughs> and then the phone rings once every five days and scares the hell out of you start. doesn't it yeah it does yeah. like who is on the end of the phone yeah so, so you know um i i think that that would almost that that almost like like a great premise for you know a a, a story right there you know you know going out and, ex and exploring this building and discover you know you know discovering things that went on in this I mean, that sounds like a oh, gosh you know yeah. what? maybe i am becoming an agent here uh <laughs> i may borrow that idea keep going, I mean, well. I, keep, yeah. Keep, yeah keep going keep going yeah that's this that's you know you, you know what's yeah you know, what's in the cafeteria you know it's a uh, it's uh yeah that's a yeah. that is that is interesting so you know we we are here to talk about that you know and and trust me i wanted to talk about these things because it, it is all footy related and of course I, I love talking about music yeah i'm not an artist i can't i cannot sign my name twice the same way um my signature looks different every time i, I sign I it i can't really either okay yeah, signatures are challenging yeah but um you know we're here to talk about the bombers you know the the, the club that uh that you know fraser you became a supporter of because your mom thought one of the players was cute uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> 
you know, so are you, are you going to now Frazier next year? Now that the, the VFLW squad is playing right now, but next year they're going to be in the AFLW. Are you going to return? Are you going to return the favor and say, mom, now you have to support the women's side because I think this player is cute. Oh, well, well, I'll, well, mum, you know me. I'm going to be keeping my eye open. Don't you worry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, now, uh, yeah, um, it's it, and it, and it will be even better if they can keep kicking the huge wow. margins mm-hmm. that they are kicking yes, right now. Yes. Boy, are we better. piling on the points? Yeah. Our girls. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, now, I, I, I'm going to mention something that you may not know. Okay. Mm. I did an interview. Uh-huh. I did an interview about three weeks ago, and the episode is going to be my next one that comes out with one of the Essendon VFLW players, a, a lady by the name of Kendra Heil. Lovely, and, lovely. And she, she's Canadian. Oh, oh really? And, and she is also an artist. Oh. A phenomenal yes. artist as well. What okay. she do? What she do? What she do? She do, Well, she does a lot of different types of things. She's done a lot of things uh, that are a lot of footy-based ones. And when, when we get done oh, here, I, I will email you the link to her website. Uh, but like yeah. I said, her, her her interview is my next one that's going to be coming out. I've started to edit it, and it should be coming out uh, maybe Tuesday. I, I'm planning on working on getting a couple days, couple episodes done tomorrow to get out. Because I've after after we finish talking tonight, like I mentioned, I, I'll have 14 episodes recorded that I have to edit. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, you know, I've got, you know, and I still have, you know, five or six more clubs that I need to do, uh, you know, previews for yet. So it's, uh, but yeah, that's, that's somebody you may want to, you know, keep an eye on in terms of, you know, somebody who has yes. great, great, art, great artistic yeah. skill as well. You know, she's yeah. done, she did, we talked about it. And I, and I saw a video of her that she did a, uh, um, she did, it, it was a video of her doing a painting of several of the Bombers players. Now she was up on on like the second floor in the, in the, the training facility and painting and the players didn't know what was going on. She actually did a portrait of, I think it was Darcy Parrish, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and presented it to the, to the, you know, to the men's club. And it was, you know, it's, uh, you know, she just a very nice young lady. So it's, uh, yeah. And she plays for the VFL W thing. Yes, for the bombers. Yes, yes she does. So Great. you see, yes. Essendon people were just yeah. very, very multi-talented, yeah. creative, creative. There, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. what are your, what are your expectations for the club this year? You're not. What are my expectations? Well, honestly, uh, towards the end of last season, when we played. Uh, the last few rounds mm-hmm. when we went into the finals we all know what happened when we went into the finals but what i will say is is that we had a bigger hint of consistency throughout the team mm-hmm. now a thing that i would love to happen is if we win a flag but that is pro- most likely not going to happen but a thing that i think that should absolutely be built more on is team consistency yeah. and wanting to win well, and I think they want to win yeah yeah consistency in play and in their strengths and in that's when you know you've turned a yes, corner yes yes that class, is, is when, when, yeah. when you you don't just pull those terrific wins out like we did when we were over in in Perth and played mm-hmm. and beat that great win against you you then back it up and you back it up and and for me um 
a thing that I think has been a problem for us for a long time. Uh, now I'm go- now I'm well, going to behave myself, but what I will say is that when we had John Walsfold as the coach, we were yeah. at times just painfully 50-50. Yeah. We would just barely scrape into the finals and mm. we would get kicked out by a minimum of 50 points. Well, we've had eliminations so, for a long time. Yeah, but, yep, um, yep. yeah, Mr. Wishy-Washy, I think that sort of <laughs> became sort of that no drive sort of filtered down through us or something and became the wishy-washy team for me um we were we were still 14th in contested possession last year yeah 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 yeah. that's yeah um it's really surprising actually that we made the final yeah 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 we didn't do that badly still so i still i mean and i've been saying this since the 80s Part of the ball wins games. Yep. Part yeah. of the ball yeah. wins games. And we just well, haven't been. So, um, and we just seem to have now um, a bunch of young fellas and, and truck, bless him, has been trying to um, cultivate this ethos of blue-collar footy, you know, yep. being blue-collar footy. So we've yeah, got yeah, yeah. A, a bunch of young blokes who seem to be you know, the Sam Durham's and kids like that who are... The Patrick Vosses, the Alistair Lloyds, yes, the I, Ben Hobbs. Well, I think, yeah, I think if we can get that hard at the ball, blue collar, do the really fundamentals, mm. improve on those, players that are prepared to run both ways mm-hmm. because we've got a few princesses who just aren't prepared to run both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Very, uh, very well paid, you, you were t- I might you were, you, add. I'm not were... going to name and shame, but, you know, they, they know who they are if they're listening. Um, so if we, if we can at least climb through the ladder from 14th right, in that right. sense, you know, and, of course, all I want really is to not, I mean, yes, everybody wants to win a flag, yep, yep, but, yep. but just to win a final. Dyson Heppel. Dyson Heppel, yep. I don't think he's human. Craig, I think mm-hmm. he's actually a, um, a an angel. He is such a lovely, beautiful young man. And after what happened during what we will only refer to as the saga, um, he stuck with the club. I think yeah, he yeah. galvanised everybody. Mm. That boy deserves to win at least. He deserves to be part of the side that breaks this, this monkey off our back. Right, right. Yeah. Now, the the saga you're talking about, I believe I yeah, know yeah. what you're referencing. This involves some yeah. suspensions and that sort of thing. Lada, Asada. Yes. Yep. yes. Mike yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, it's... It's safe to say that they've they've moved past that, but but yep. supporters of other supporters of other clubs won't hesitate to to bring it up and mention no, it and that no, sort of no, thing because no, no. it's you know it's, it's even you know, today yeah yeah it's they yeah. St- they see you with your Essendon stuff on and they immediately start um doing the the, the needle injections in your injection there yeah themselves yeah so what are you uh what are you concerned about? What, you know, if, if you're, if we get, you know, through you know, the first 10 or 11 rounds of the season and uh, what are, the, what are the indicators where you're going to go, Oh, this isn't going the way we had hoped. Okay. Now I think this, an interesting point could be made to maybe St. Kilda last year in 2020 St. Kilda made fantastic inroads, but then the next year, something just didn't go their way. And Brett Ratton themselves said that he maybe pumped the boys up 
too much and say that we're going to be good this year mm -hmm. while not properly um, looking at their flaws for when they still actually manage to be successful in yeah. 2020. And that, and that, you know, yeah, everyone expected based on their form in 2020 to be that, in the top four. You side. know, that trajectory was going mm -hmm. to continue yeah. steadily. Yeah. And it doesn't always work that way. No. And I know that there is exactly the same expectation for us this year. Yep. That because we once again made the finals last year and, you know, we and showed got, minor got some spirit. of those great new young players, mm. Cox and Perkins, and those young guys and um, Harry Jones, who might love, mm. um, that we're similarly going to keep advancing. And it doesn't always work that way. No. So no. the old cynic, and I've been around, I've been following this club now for a long time. Um I know not oh, to get well, ahead of us. Well, well, since since your mom would iron in her underwear, at least, yeah. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean the other thing is we're we're also and I'm I'm just oh, I'm so worried about this being jinxed. We seem to be placing so many eggs in Jai Caldwell's basket yeah. that he's going to be make all the difference in terms of our our midfield. And I think the boys already is only a little. He's a baby, but already his body is having, we have to manage that body because mm -hmm. he's got those hamstring problems. And I'd worry, you know, if he goes down again, well, you know, I worry that, you know, all, all of those hopes for, um, you know, that con contested possession beast will be gone again. I know that at the moment, supposedly a training net, rotating guys sure. through the midfield, like Alec yeah, Waterman, Alec Waterman. Stuff, yeah. so that we've got some depth. And that's probably a COVID backup thing because yeah. invariably people are going to come down with it and be out. Well, that makes style. sense because of, the, you know, the, because of the, the precautions that have been taking yeah. place in the women's comp this year where, you know, you know the, the, yeah. the day before a game, you know, somebody had been in a close contact and they're, yeah. they're, they're sequestered away and end up missing the round. You know, that that's happened yes, several uh, times this year. Um, yeah, I know with the, the magpies last weekend, Sabrina Frederick um, missed their game. Cause I guess mm. she had been in like the health and, you know, safety precaution thing yeah. where she was, she was sequestered away from the happen. club. Yeah. It's going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen in all, all the clubs. So right. I think they've been, you know, trying to be, uh, to think outside the box in terms of, where guys are playing or training at least but so for us that would be mm. that would be a bad season if our tra trajectory doesn't go as everybody seems to be expecting and hoping it to another another thing that i just going back to the last question with like having a successful season is for us to manage all of our more fragile players like mm -hmm. for example aaron francis who has taken repeated mental health breaks. Uh, Tipping Woody, well, who we've looked after him. We've yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have looked after him. Uh, Tipping Woody, who hopefully he can yeah. make a, a solid return after having probably the first half of a season of his career, um, and then it's just slowing down. And yeah. then yeah, he's a long way off now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jai Caldwell, who yeah, who who shows lots and lots and lots of potential. Don't get me wrong, right. but he has to keep playing and well you know well you know yeah all and we can do is hope and yeah. they'll be doing everything right for him and the same goes for other players that yeah. have had injury concerns like andrew okay. mcgrath and dylan shield yeah we yeah. did have a big run of syndesmosis or yeah like half the midfield was wiped out yeah last year really yeah i mean draper and shield draper and caldwell and i mean it just went on really well, long term it... in mcgrath mm. 
did I see that? She, uh, I don't know why I'm thinking it was either. I think it was Shield that they said is going to be missing round one. Did I read that correctly? Maybe. Maybe I yeah. Thought I, thought uh, I saw it, something there's, about. There's a question mark over. over Jake Stringer. Yeah, that's who, that might have been that yeah. might have been who it was that I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. But no. Shield also has had a little bit of a worry. I think okay. he's well in advance of where um, our package is, as we call mm. him, Jake Stringer. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, um, Stringer was going along splendidly, Fantastically. and then and then um, preseason of his career, and then and then the grind. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so you know you, you've you've got the the good fortune this year of them playing Brisbane twice, so they're going to be playing mm. you know a game right there in your backyard. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, it would be perfect if they were playing both Brisbane and Gold Coast twice. Cause you know, then you could, mm. you know, you could go yeah. see both of the games there, but uh, um, you know, they've got, they've got Richmond, you know, and if Richmond's healthy, I, I, they, they may push themselves right back into the eight as well. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you've got, you know, Collingwood who are rebuilding, but then, mm. you know, you know, Sydney and Port Adelaide who are, you know, both clubs that, that were in the eight last year. So you, you know, yeah. having been, having made the eight this year, it's going to make, you know, at least on paper, it's going to make for a challenging set of you know double up games for the for the club this year it really is it's uh, gonna, it really gonna is. test their metal we've got a a, a tough draw um yeah and, and i guess the they've balanced that with we have we don't have to travel for the first nine rounds yeah we don't have to travel for the first nine rounds and um but whereas we, we always seem to be the club they love to like they sent us away into a hubble by ourselves last year. i mean they just love pushing us all around the country but um this year they've you know so it's good and bad. We get to mm -hmm. play lots of home right. or, or lots of Melbourne games, but we've got a tough draw, yeah. Yeah. But you know that you're only going to get better if you... If you, you play know, the best. Right, yeah. yeah. To, you know, to be the best, you've got to beat the best, I think is what the, uh, yeah. what the saying yeah. is there. So yeah. um, who, do, who do you see that maybe has not been part of the, 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 the normal 22 pushing their way into the side this year? Who do you think can, can find a spot and grab onto it and hold onto it? Maybe Cutler. Yeah. Uh, Cutler had a fantastic final few rounds of the season, but mm -hmm. only, and, and only speaking of contested possession. Now there's a guy who needs to work on his defense. Like that guy seriously yeah. needs to yeah. do some tackling. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a magnificent boot and He's got a lot going for him. He's a lot faster than I thought he was he going is. to be too. Yeah, I really love, I've got a thing. He's my little project boy, Sam Durham. I mm. love him, love him. You really just, do. I do, I really do. Uh, he, he's that blue collar kind of working, hard working player that, mm -hmm. that if, you know, if we're serious about this blue collar um, identity, then he's just got, he's just got, spunk he's got um you know he he has a go he has a crack he's yeah he's a hard-working kid i really hope he can hold his position yeah and there's one uh, one bloke uh that we reached that we picked up last year um now peter wright very very sad case um the coach of the gold coast mm. didn't play him yeah. uh, didn't play him a single game in 20 for a single game in 2020. What what does that do to a guy's confidence yeah, exactly. to not get a game at the Gold Coast? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. And then arrives well, at the, the Bombers and, and he's, let me let me interrupt you for a moment here because yeah, that, yeah. because also yeah. 
you know, the, the, like the, the lower level clubs, the lower level games did like the VFL, that sort of thing. Those didn't happen in 2020. Yeah. Correct. No, yeah, didn't. there there was yeah. no, nah. no VFL that year. So so yeah, go ahead and continue. I'm sorry I interrupted there. So yeah, he had he didn't play anywhere then. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing, nothing. Just warehouse. Just was. yeah, yeah. He was put on a shelf. So he arrives at the bombers, Peter, and everyone says that he was didn't speak to anyone. He was off in a corner and he was well, just I, so I don't know if it's that extreme though. But, but, but he was he was he was a little he was down on confidence. Yes, he was, yes. Yeah. And so it took him, honestly, it did take him a little while to finally get going. But mm-hmm. once he got going, he really showed promise. Yeah, we'd really like to see yes. him have a really, yes. really good, you know, season and, yeah. and enjoy footy again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think there's a lot of, there seems to be a lot of genuine affection and with the players, like, you mm. know, uh, well, that they're all really happy to play with one And another. he's got some yeah. good size. He's, what, 203 yeah. centimetres. He's a, he's, yeah. a, he's a big young man. Two meter Peter, seven seater, yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah. call him. And he, it's even better that he played the game of his career, arguably, so far against the Bulldogs last year. Seven mm-hmm. goals in a row. Yeah, seven goals. It was a big bag. So big bag. So yeah, we and again coming back to the consistency thing. So yes. it would be good because after the seven goals, we kind of went pretty quiet. And uh, he got four goals against Collingwood. But you know, if he, you know, we'd like to see him confident and and yeah, you know, and having, thriving. You know, getting getting a couple, getting yeah. a couple. Right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, who do you see in the uh, in the top four this year? At the end in of in terms the, of teams, yeah. Which clubs do you see in the top four? Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't, unfortunately, see Melbourne going anywhere because in terms of their their age. Mm-hmm. you know, that they're, of their players, they're just cherry ripe. Um, the only thing that could defeat them is sort of grand final hangover on we, you yeah. know, yeah. winning on we. But if they keep their heads in the game, wow, you know, it could be a real era over the demon. Look, <laughs> I, I the, the dogs scare the pants off me. They do. Mm-hmm. They, they, um, they scare me. So they could be looking really good. And I think... Um, Port's one of those, you know, they're tricky. They do it all, they do it all, they do it all until they don't. <laughs> and uh-huh. then they let themselves down. So if they can sort of have the courage of their convictions, I think they're going to be well and truly up there. And unfortunately, and while it is like thorns in my throat to have to say this, I fear Brisbane might be in the top four. I think you might be right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being cognizant of the the fact that the cats may slide a little bit. Now, do yeah. they are they going to slide all the way out of the eight? I don't think so, but I don't think they may not be in the top four. You guys are old so. now. You know, <laughs> I'm not. Just, I'm not. I have a I have a very hard time calling somebody thirty three old. Okay, I, I really do. It, you know. I mean, it's 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 you in know, footy terms. Right, right, but but you know, it's. What's interesting is if you go back and you look at the, you know, the, the age breakdown of West Coast, it's very similar yeah. to Geelong. Yeah. Very similar. Yes. But, yeah. you know, and, and people don't tend to, people don't tend to mention West Coast in the same breath with Geelong as far as, you know, yeah. being, being over the hill, if you will. You know, they don't, they don't quite get thrown, you know, thrown into the same category, which, which is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. maybe, maybe it's a bit, maybe it's, as they say, a Victoria bias. A maybe. Little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, the season is over. The grand final has occurred. 
maybe Essendon has played in it. Maybe they haven't, but what, what does the, uh, what does the headline in the newspaper say about Essendon at the end of the season? Um, we have to form them. Jake Stringer and partner expect have given, have delivered triplet boys. <laughs> All right, so we're we're looking we're looking at uh, father son thing father, son, 20, father, 20, son 20 years son. down yeah, the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, or you know, um, no, no, I know what the headline: Darcy Parish wins the Brown Line. Yeah, that because I yeah. love that kid. I had faith in that boy. You did. You did. I did you from did. the first, and people going, "Who oh, is this Darcy Parish kid?" And yeah, I had, I had faith in Joe Danaher. Look what happened there. And in fact, I remember. The, when Danaher, whose name that is, we're only actually saying his name out loud. Um, I'm sorry. For the sake of the podcast, yeah, we don't we don't mention that name in this house. Nope. Um, not unless you sort of turn around three times, spit, and walk out, and um, yeah. Um, but um, Candyman. He, Candyman. Yeah, that's the one. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. <laughs> um, but when he um, when back. So this is several years ago, back when yeah. he was yet to re-sign with us, which he ended up doing. Yeah. But his contract was out at the same time as Darcy Parrish's was. I remember all the media were saying, Joe Danaher hasn't yet signed, re-signed with Pumas. And I remember thinking, I, I am so less concerned about signing him than I am about that Darcy Parrish mm-hmm. kid. And I'm afraid you were saying, what are you seeing him, Mum? Well, you can all see what I saw now. He's, the best, he's the best player I've seen since Joe Watson Parrish. I love okay. him. He, and everyone was, I can't believe everyone was so surprised by, well, who's this Darcy Parrish who emerged last season? Well, I could see it coming. And, you know, he's just fulfilling that potential. Always he was there. Of all the players, and I love them all, but of all the players, he was the one. He is the one that I would hang on to. I would let everyone okay. else go before That's him That build, sounds good. Yeah, build a team around Sounds him. good. So, um, Fraser, are you ready for some trivia questions, sir? Hit me, come on. Okay. Be the best shot. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll see how you do here. Um, okay. Oh boy. Who? Some of them are dealing with 2021. Some of them are doing with some historic aspects of the club here. So we'll we'll see how you do here. Who had the highest average disposals per game for the Bombers in 2021? Darcy Parrish. Zach Merritt. Okay. You told him? 31 and a half. Okay. 31 and a half. Yep. Okay. Now, I have a feeling you're going to get this one. Okay. Who who led the club in, or let's just put it this way. Who kicked the most goals for Essendon last year? Last year? Oh, uh, Jack Stringer. Yep. With 41. Uh Uh-huh. 41. Yep. Yep. Now, Through, throughout the club and and I just I read an article where it said that he's dropped about seven or eight kilos this year yes as well has, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he's you know he's probably going to make him even quicker then so throughout the club's history throughout the entire history of the club which club has defeated the Bombers the most times Carlton they're second yep oh uh Hawthorne no, not Hawthorne. Uh, oh no, Melbourne. Melbourne. Collingwood. No. 
I'm telling you, 100, 132 times, and Carlton has beaten him 126 times. Oh, okay. We can't yep. tell Pete that. We can't tell that Carlton. Okay. They might. They might listen. Oh, were you were you talking about were you talking about games or were you talking about grand finals? Just games. Just games. Just games. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 Yeah, Just sorry. games. You, sorry. You were thinking. You were thinking. I was thinking grand finals. Okay. So. No, that's okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to defer to you on that and say that you got that question. If that was the question, you got it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now after, after Kevin Sheedy's 386 wins, what senior coach has won the most games for Essendon? Senior coach has won the most games for Essendon. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean as a coach, as, as a senior coach. coach, yes. As senior coach. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Dick Reynolds. Correct. Oh, yes. <laughs> go high, gamer. He was a longer coach than Coleman. Good yeah. job. Two, yeah. 275 wins. Good yep. job, honey. Now, who, we're back to 2021 here. Yep. Who, who had the highest disposal percentage for the club in 2021? Highest disposal percentage mm-hmm. means they got they got rid of the ball the right way. Yeah, that'd be dark. That's got to be Darcy Parish. Come on, Jordan Ridley. Oh, Jordan oh, Ridley. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent. Yep. That boy. He's he's balletic in his abilities. He's yeah, yeah. He's now, um, I I I know this is a painful one to ask, but I'm going to ask oh, it here. Okay. Who did the Bombers defeat the most recent time that they won a finals game of any sort? Who did the Bombers re, uh, beat the most? When, when we, when we Basically, the last time that they won a game in finals, who did they beat? Oh, Melbourne. Yep. 2004. Yep. Four. Yep. 99 points to 104. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> now, who has played the most games for the Bombers? Dustin Fletcher. Yep. 400 games right on the nose. Simon Madden second. Hence, he okay. gets a, a painting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I painted Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Now, have I you, called, did, did you send it to him? I sent it, to, I sent a drawing of, of Dustin to his father, well, Ken yeah. Fletcher. Yeah. Yeah. And he liked it. Yeah. Okay. Not liked the, it. the drawing, not the actual painting. I yeah. sent, I sent that, I sent, the oil finished oil painting to his father Ken, who okay. was our captain in 1990. Never got a reply. I'm a bit disappointed. Mm, never mind. Still waiting. Yeah, yeah. What well, you could always follow up and say, "I hope you enjoyed the painting." Yeah. That's kind of a little passive aggressive thing to do there. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, Craig. So, You've got some good tips. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now the the last question that I have for you here, and uh, and you've okay. done pretty you've done pretty well in these. How many times did Dick Reynolds win the Brownlow? Three. Outstanding, yeah, yeah. Thirty. He's <laughs> he's uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Skilton uh, won three, two. Uh, Dick Reynolds is the is one out of three players to win three Brownlows. I'm just you know I I just you're only the third interview that I've conducted because I this is a closet a walk-in closet that I've converted into where I'm recording from here. And I've not gone back to listen to any yet to see what they sound like. They could sound awful. 
Um, but I'm wondering where the camera is in here where you were watching me as I was typing out these questions today. Uh, <laughs> you did well. Honey. Did you did you sneak over to my house and do this while I wasn't looking? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, well, I'm well, I'm like a shadow. You never see me coming. There you, there you go. He sits downstairs painting, and because of Fox Footy Blessing, there's always a game on. So and, and there's always the Essendon documentary. Footy documentary going. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so do you? Are, are you with with the fox footy app there are you able to go back and watch old games then too do they have like old oh, games oh, I, watch, I, I try and watch everything everything oh, yeah. okay um I, i've watched um not just essendon games, not just essendon games okay the, the whole the whole games i've watched adelaide win their two grand finals back to back i've watched um he's always watching always watching, always I'm, watching. I'm watching unfortunately I'm, I'm i had to watch brisbane win a premiership or two here and there i've or, watched or three the, the Hawthorne uh, <laughs> dynasty over and over and over again. Well, it's, yeah. it's funny you mentioned that because the, uh, um, the gentleman that sent me the, the Melbourne book here, uh, his yep. father played on the premiership team in 1964. Wow. And, really? And, yeah. And he, he went on to become one of the, uh, I, I think he was the, I don't know if he was the list manager, but he was somebody that worked in the front office in terms of player acquisition for Hawthorne when they had that long run of being in the finals mm. and winning all those grand finals. Mm. And it, oh, which era? There's a lot of them. What a wonderful the, uh, career. The most, uh, kind of the most recent one here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 12 to 15. Yeah. Because what he, uh, you yeah. know what? No, no, no. I think it was actually the one prior to that because. Uh, oh, 80s. Yeah. Because he. Mm. Uh, because the the son who is the oldest, you know, they I think they have four kids, and I interviewed him for the the podcast. Um, the son who's the oldest is a Melbourne supporter, but yep. all of his younger siblings are Hawthorne supporters because Dad yep. was working for Hawthorne during their formative years. But the youngest was, you know, grew up when Dad was, you know, had been you know, in the tail end of his his playing career with with Melbourne. So it was kind of it was mm. kind of neat, and it and this is where I have actually. You know, as an American, I, I don't have in my DNA the, you know, the, the disdain for a club that that some people have because, you know, that I'm not. I know as a Geelong supporter, I'm not supposed to like Hawthorne. That's, that's yeah. what they tell me. And I actually have a sticker on the back of my van that says I support two teams, you know, Geelong and whoever's playing Hawthorne. But I don't <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't necessarily mean that because here's the thing. I. Uh, when I had. um Frank Davis, the, the gentleman from Melbourne on the podcast, I had uh, people from the sporting capital, the radio show reach out to me and they wanted his contact information so he could uh, be on the, on the radio before the grand final last year. So, uh, sorry, Frank. Uh, what, what, what was the name? Was that Frank, Bob Davis's son? Frank Davis. Frank was that, Davis. Was, that, uh -huh. was his dad Bob Davis? I don't know. I don't know. His, <laughs> now, Frank's son, Tony, lives here in the United States. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I talk to Tony all the time. He lives in Minnesota. He lives about a, what would be about a 14 hour drive away from me here. Mm. Um, but I talked to him all the time. Tony's the one that sent me the book, but mm. the sporting capital reached out uh, and wanted Frank's information so they could have him on the podcast before the grant or on the show before the grand final. And they said, well, you know, we'd love to have you on the, the radio also to talk about your podcast. Cause it, you know, we think it's, you know, kind of interesting that, you know, it's American who's doing a podcast about footy. And there are, there are actually three of us that are doing that. Um, but uh, yeah, I was supposed to go, I was supposed to be on the Thursday before the grand final. I was supposed to be on the sporting capital. 
I was, you know, I was up at like four 30 in the morning to, to be on the show and, and that sort of thing. And I get an email from the producer that they're going to be bumping me because it happened to be the same day. You know, Michael Voss got hired by the blues that day. So they spent the yeah. entire episode talking about Michael Voss. So yeah. I, I've decided that I'm, I'm, I want to, yeah, I'm going to change the Hawthorne sticker to a Carlton sticker. So whoever's playing yes. Carlton. Now, now that, you know, since I got bumped. I want because, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Because, I I, you know, those. I thought it would be, that would be, fi- you know, fantastic advertising. Yeah. You know, to you get know. the name of the podcast out on, on the radio. Yes, that's a great you know. idea. Just a, just a fun little fact. Um, uh, Michael Voss, uh, the Brownlow medalist and um, premiership yeah. Yeah. winning player for Brisbane, mm-hmm. actually yeah. barracked for Carlton when he was a kid. Oh, so, yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, he said. Uh, in an interview when he yeah. was um, when he was confirmed the coach for the He's Blues, gone back so to the dark side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah, that's that was, a good sticker. Yeah, I, I will buy one was, of those stickers. Yeah, I bet that was an interview during on the when I was supposed to be on instead. But no, it is yeah. what it is. It's, yeah. it's just it's kind of fun, it's and strange. I don't and I don't really, I don't I don't wish him any ill will. I really don't mean that. I, I mean I I when I want to see the Cats win, and then I want to watch eight other good games. Is what I want to do each week. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of my, yep. and, you know, yep. and yours is, you know, you want to see Essendon win and watch eight other good games. Yeah. 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 yeah and that's, definitely. yeah. Yeah. Unless, no it's, unless it's Brisbane, that. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Can't, so, they can't lose five too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I am not a Lockie Neal supporter or fan. No, that's, uh, I, you know, if, uh, if, if, you know, if Toby Green ever needs to get suspended again, mm-hmm. it could happen in that type of a situation. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say that out loud there yeah, uh, <laughs> but hey this has been a lot of fun have you have you enjoyed this Fraser? has this been fun absolutely okay let's do it again okay let's do it again let's do it again this was a blast and i you know what i will uh as soon as i wrap up here well one i'm gonna i'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick i'll edit that part out um but uh i will send you the link to um kendra's website her mm-hmm. where yes, she has please. her portfolio yeah. there um and so you can see some of the work that she's done and uh yeah. you know like i said she does she's a lot a of she does she a lot of footy like stuff yeah yeah she's a good girl very she's nice young girl. lady and then I'll, I'll also send you the link to the episode when it comes out as well Okay. okay All right. Now, are you on? Are you on my mailing list? So when you know when a new episode comes out, it it gets sent right to you. I mean, I know that well, you see it, you see it on Twitter when it comes out. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. 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 But you know, if you're okay. if you're looking, you know, to you know ever listen to some goofball American talk about footy, well, you know where to go. But uh, oh, we do. You know, we do. Yeah. So we just say so, we just think it's so great that the best game in the world is. You know, you've got three podcasts over there, like you said. We just think mm-hmm. that's wild. And, yeah. and, you know, it's such a yep, wonderful this, game. There's a, and- a gentleman from Iowa and a young lady that lives in New York City that do um, that do podcasts wow. about it as well. Yeah. Um, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. And, you know, we're, well, we just, you know, I, I use it, you know, as I've told people, I said, I kind of use the podcast as kind of like uh, the bell tower to go ring the bell and, you know, tell people, hey, there's this great game. Come check it out. That's, you know. That's what I hope. That's and what I hope happens. When you finally get over here, if you do want to drop into the Gold Coast, as many tourists do, we're not beachy people, but we. Um, oh, neither am I. We'll certainly not... meet up with you and take you through Metrocon. Mm. Sure Sound, sounds like a plan. That yeah. sounds like a plan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my guests have been Fraser and Al Campbell, two passionate 
Essendon supporters. And uh, I will put a link to both um, the uh, the artwork that Fraser has done, as well as a link to where um, we can find uh, Al's book as well. Now, I should ask you, Al, where can we find your book? Is it is it's, it out um, everywhere now? Well, not in the United States. No, I know not here. But I, I think on uh, you could probably buy the Kindle version. I think okay. in the United States. Okay. Um. So it's it's out everywhere here in this country. So, okay. um, you know, you could still buy it. You just if you just look up the keepers, Al Campbell, there'll be plenty of bookstores. Mm, fantastic, online. fantastic, and thank I and I hope you. it goes well. Thank you. And I'm thank I'm looking you. forward to reading that one, and I'm also looking forward to reading the uh, the 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 next book about the scary building with all the empty rooms and the the really bizarre yeah. cafeteria. That's so cafeteria. <laughs> yes. It's, I look forward to writing it actually. Because <laughs> there's a bit of a, I'm a bit of a spec fiction, a bit of a, yeah. there's always a bit of spook in well, my, um, so I'm, in my stuff. I'm, 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 I'm hoping for the, uh, the, 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 the credit at the beginning. Okay. You know, I'm hoping for the, de the dedication page. I hope Dedicated my name shows up. There you go. I hope that shows up on there. So Fraser, yeah. I hope you have a fantastic week, sir. I'm looking forward to, you know, continuing to see what goes on with your artwork. Absolutely. I will not disappoint you, Craig. Oh. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you very you much. Bet. Sorry. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank and the two, you, Craig. You, the two of you have a fantastic too. week. Us too. You too. You bet. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. And a huge thank you to Alan Frazier for being so generous with their time. This was a, a wonderful conversation. Just two genuinely nice people. And I, I have truly enjoyed engaging with and talking with them since we did the interview and even beforehand as well, because that's happened quite a bit as well. Now, don't forget, as I'd mentioned before, you can find everything related to the podcast over on my website at yankonthefooty.com. But if you want to reach me through social media or by email, you can do that as well at yankonthefooty at gmail.com or over on Twitter again at yank underscore on, or you can find me at yankonthefooty on both Facebook and Instagram. I do hope, again, that you'll uh, consider signing up for the mailing list so you'll get those new episodes. Also, when live episodes are going to be happening, you'll be able to hop on ahead of time and join in the festivities and join in the discussion. Everybody, I want to thank you for listening. This has been a labor of love on my part, going through these interviews, uh, previewing the season, uh, engaging with just a number of wonderful people. I've got a couple more interviews set up over the next few days to finalize the last few. I have four more interviews to conduct. I have two of them scheduled and possibly a third, but I'm still trying to track down a Richmond supporter to come on the podcast. And, and uh, I'm beginning to think that they are all hanging out with uh, Bigfoot or they went for a swim in Loch Ness in Ireland. I'm not sure where they are, but uh, again, if you're a Richmond supporter that doesn't happen to be angry with me and you'd like to come on the podcast and preview your Tigers, I'd love to talk to you. Shoot me a DM on Twitter or send me a note on uh, Messenger on Facebook or click on the register as a guest button over on my website. I'd love to get, get you on here and go ahead and talk about that. But folks, we're just a few days away from the season starting. This is a game we love I'm excited. I know all of you are excited. Can't wait to get this thing going with the first bounce here. And um, I do hope you'll consider sharing this episode or your favorite episode or just the link to the podcast itself 
with your friends and family out on your socials. It'd be a huge help to the show. If you want to leave a review for the podcast, you can do that over at my website as well. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 142 of the Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yank on the footy at gmail.com. Instagram and Facebook at a yank on the footy and check out the website, a yank on the footy.com. And I do hope you'll share the podcast. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye. <laughs>